What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 152. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened to talk that stuff that we talk weekly. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I am great today. How y'all guys feeling? Well, and when I want to know what's going on with the local TV news beat, there's no expert I trust more than my favorite director, who happens to be my brother, who's back this week after a week hiatus, Mr. Mark Powell's here. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? <laughs> and when I want to talk about New York City real estate or the fine my brother's about to get, there's no guy I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., my cousin, Mr. Derek Powell. What's going on, Derek? Everything is good. Always good to be in a cipher with the cats, you know, ready just to sit back and watch you supervise, do what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I Go mean, uh, yeah, yeah, Oops. we, 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 we yeah, I, I know this, this is, this is how it is, you know, this, 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 this thing here. Uh, last week, you know, uh, Mark was not able to, to make it because, you know, shifts in work, uh, uh, changes in work. And it was unfortunate because it was a week that was filled with, you know, TV news items that needed to be addressed uh, that we did not really get a chance to address because uh, he was not here. And collectively, uh, the band decided that uh, we needed to find him a dollar. Right? It was a dollar? It was a dollar? Two dollars. Started with a dollar. It started with a dollar. And then uh, we there was another issue that we had to bump it up to two dollars. So, um yes. Uh, you owe the band $2. Well, I will say this. I hope you guys are not relying on this money to pay some bills because you guys are going to come up short this month. <laughs> and like Draymond said to Bob Myers and Steve Kerr, if you want me to apologize, I can either laugh in your face or curse you out. So I'm just going to laugh in your face because the other alternative isn't as good. There's no way in hell I'm paying anybody any fine for not showing well, up for a non-paying job. I want my non-paying $2. That's hey, you're getting paid, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, from my from my real job. This is, this is a side hustle. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, side hustle has a value. The side hustle, um, uh, right, Derek. Uh, hold on. Derek. Do you have a check yet from this gig? No, but we 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 we're talking about your behavior, though. I don't no, have a check, but your behavior okay. is like in a check from this gig. You know, no, no, not no. yet. My but brother, we, do you have a check from this gig? No, I do no, not. Uh, no, I, I heard three no's. So. We need to address. I have to take care of the real business. We need Not to address your little brother, slight, you guys are who you've been giving slack to over the years. He's been yeah, allowed no, no, no. to run amok. You didn't want to talk about it. If you go back to last week's uh, podcast, and basically, my brother and myself, we was pushing like, "Yo, Aunt, you got to deal with this. This guy's kind of like, you know, stepping out doing this thing. He's daring you." You told him don't cross the line. He's he done took the line, put it in his pocket, and you still haven't done anything with it. I mean, so, what are you going to do? Continually and, do also, and, and he's working another job. Yes. <laughs> Think about yes. this. Every week, like we said last week, he opens up and with my media expert, and I used to share a bit. Well, we needed his expertise last week. We needed him to fill us in on the inside scoop of what's going on, and he going to talk about, you know, I, you know, we pushed the time. Man, we did what we – we tried to accommodate this cat, and everything no, we no, said – No, no, we weren't said, uh, no. Don't no, even try no, to rewrite no, his no. – we were not accommodating me. We were accommodating somebody else on this pod last no. week. 
Can you do well, this? Uh, nah, man, I'm going golfing. Can we do it early? I'm going golfing. Can we do this? Nah, yeah. man, ain't what good. Day, what we do this? Yeah. No. On the days that we tape, I was available. On the days that things change, you guys. Yeah. Well, there we go. Because things change. On the and we two times that we look. we tape two times a week or two, two typically two days. Right. I was available both those times until you guys moved that needle too far to which I couldn't get there. This is a big on time program. True day off. This is not I a junior not college that you're dealing with. This is not a junior. This is a university. We need you to be more dedicated and more flexible. This is we're big time. Program. And the we only got to- reason I don't have any problems with us moving the time last week is because it was for a real important deal. So I'm never going to have any issues with that. Great, but I was not. I was not sweating it at all. So I'm Look, glad you guys a, had fun. We got a T-shirt wait, for like you. I hope. I hope. Rent is not contingent upon this fine because somebody's about to be homeless. <laughs> oh, we're trying to get some now laters down. You know what we're trying to get. <laughs> now from Cracker They're Barrels. Probably, we're trying to get that now laters in, right? Nowadays. We got a, there's a T-shirt in the streets for you. And obviously, I see what Supervision was doing. He was holding back until you corrected your behavior. I don't know where you're going to get that T-shirt. <laughs> As you notice, it wasn't just, it was just mentioned to you a little while ago before we started the taping. Good move, Supervision. I like what you're doing, man. Withholding the treats. I like that. Keep up the good work, Supervisor. You cannot reward bad behavior. Talk about the line. This is a habitual line stepper. This, oh, this person that is, that, is, that, is, that is now, you know, disparaging an international product. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, you may be a highly regarded professional in your field of television. Yeah. Absolutely highly regarded, uh, well thought of, uh, in the profession, a uh, member of the guild. All oh, that's true. but all that's true, but outside of just this local, this locality, nobody really knows. But on no. the podcast, on the podcast, people all over the world know who you are. Good point. Yep. Good point. I like that. So, so I mean, you know, you can disparage if you choose. You're not hurting me. You're hurting a global audience. Because <laughs> <laughs> you calling out a uh, certain co- um, countries when he started off his, uh, you know, yeah, so I, I say world. I stopped shouting out countries because we became so allegedly big that I just started saying world. There are places in the world that don't listen to us. I'm sure there's people in the rainforest that don't have access to internet. But I mean, anywhere that's civilized in the civilized world, we've been listened to. Major countries, Russia, China, mm. actually not China because China it doesn't allow, allow us to get in there. But Japan listens. Mm. We big time. France listens. Germany listens. Brazil listens. So if you ever want to go down to Brazil, you know, next time, maybe you want to take your wife down to Rio and have a good time. Oh, actually, I want to go to Rio one time. See? I'll pass See? on that with that COVID deal, but I'll pass on for a little bit. But you could have gone out and you might, who knows, you might have gotten some free drinks, free hotel rooms because people know you. I might have got a breakthrough COVID too. They're kind of hot down there. That's, that's true. That's true. But at least you would have gotten the best care because they know who you are. They value your, your, your swagger. Well, um, now, be quiet. I say something inappropriate, but oh, attack! <laughs> <laughs> but right. now, without that T-shirt, ain't nobody gonna know. Nope. Damn, it is a real nice slick shirt, Mark. I'm just. Gonna mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it is, and eventually well, I will see it. Keith, in terms of in terms of of, of T-shirt design and marketing, uh, very good eye. 
Uh, uh, that will be his. Oh boy, you know, here comes as, as, as we once again revisionist history. Because just off air, somebody was talking about somebody else not doing it quite right. If I'm not mistaken, with this oh, yeah, shirt, I, I, I absolutely did mention that that the that the P two P. I like the style of it, but, but it is P two and the letter T P P two T P. Power to the people, not power to people, but power to the people. And the oldest the member people. on this cast said. He changed it up a little bit, but there was no supervision correction coming there. Mm. Mm. I got a free, I got am a free I, t-shirt. Am I, am I out saying a Why would I correct the free, free t-shirt? <laughs> did I say something I got false? A nice free no, t-shirt. Out of this whole thing. Good point, right. Mark. Good point. You did not say anything false, man. Well, maybe so, we need to look at leadership, Mark. I think so. Ooh, leadership. Ooh. <laughs> wisdom. Gee, Changes are coming. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it could be some changes coming. Uh, you know, ask ask Destiny's Child how that worked out. <laughs> Beyonce's fine. <laughs> oh. Ask the Supremes uh, what they was doing. Diana later Ross on. is fine. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Can we yeah, ask David Ruffin how it worked out for him? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take that example, supervisor. <laughs> or let's use my moniker. Let's ask Eddie Cade how it worked out for him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my oh God. <laughs> well, now that we took care of family business, I'm still waiting for my $2. Order now, ladies. Either way, I don't care how you pay it. Um, but uh, it's got to come soon because, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to get into the stores uh, as they put this new vaccine mandate in effect in New York City. I don't know if you guys heard or and, yeah, and maybe yeah. our listeners are not aware of it, but uh, in New York State, um, it, there is a vaccine mandate for, I guess, uh, entertainment spaces, uh, um, restaurants, movie theaters, I guess, bowling alleys or any any hub where people get concerts um, sporting events, you have to be vaccinated to gain admission. In fact, I, I have forgotten all about it. And I went, this is, uh, this past, what was it last Friday? And I was in the uh, Queens mall and I went into the Shake Shack and I was like, I don't want, you know, I don't want to grab a burger and leave. I, I, I'll sit down. Uh, cause they asked me if I was, you know, getting to, to stay or to go. And I said, I'll stay though. I looked, there was you know, plenty of seats. And she says, well, can I see your vaccine card? Wow. Really? That's my, yeah, I was like, wow. Oh, you know, but I had I had it on my um, on my yeah, phone. I have the Excelsior pass on my Excelsior, phone. Yeah. Um. So I showed her that, and then she said, "Okay, fine. I need a, a form of ID because somebody came in the other day with fake cards. I need that phone. I need your phone and the ID." Wow. That was just to sit down. That's the that's the new hotness, and really? I'm sure it's going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. You cannot go in these spaces in the city. Yeah, you cannot go in these spaces without um, either proof. I. Uh, I, I I'm not even sure if that's the case. I think I think you have to be vaccinated. I thought it was either vaccination or proof of a of a um, of a negative COVID test. But um, yeah, so, this so is, that doesn't work no more. A, um, a rapid test or anything still won't get you into these venues. No, nah, you have to have proof of vaccination. Uh, so you have to have your vaccine proof. Like I said, I use my phone. I have my, the Excelsior pass on my phone, and and um, uh, then I have a you know my ID. Okay, so what about the department stores and Walmart and all those places and BJ's and stuff? You need to get in there too now? I don't think you needed to get into the department stores. I know the gyms. Um, they said the gyms and the restaurants. I heard that. Gyms, restaurants, movie theaters, yes. uh, any concert, any kind of entertainment venue. So, but, yeah. But if I'm correct, 
BJ's, Costco's, Sam Club have a influx of a lot of people going in there all the time. So but they gotta have the masks. They have to. They have to wear masks in those places. And I, I guess, uh, that's probably that may that may be coming too. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how far it extends. I, you know, I need to get more information about it. But uh, as so of then, right now, so, it's so restaurants they're forcing and, and people. So basically, they, they say another way, they're gonna force people to take the shot because if you don't have the shots, you can't go nowhere. No, they're not forcing you to do nothing. You can you can rent a movie at home. You can order. You can order it. You can call uh, you know, Door, call DoorDash. They'll bring your food to you. But if you want to go sit down, you know, and, and have a glass of wine and some appetizers and a full meal and and have uh, wait service, you nah, you cannot do it. If you want to go to the movie theaters and watch whatever blockbusters come out, I guess Shang Chi is the next one. Uh, you want to go see that? You can't do it without the um, Without your shots. Hey, Mark think, and Dirk, are they doing the same thing in um, Long Island and in Westchester? No, that's just a New York City law. But then that's, again, it's made that's, a disaster. That's the block, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, what I think is going to happen, while I obviously I want everybody to be vaccinated, and I, I'm i kind of soft on percentage-wise, I, I feel like uh, I'm almost – I wish they could do a mandate, but I understand all the legal ramifications behind that. First and foremost, obviously, a HIPAA. I mean, you just can't – force everybody to to get something that you want them to have. And quite frankly, while there are people who refuse to get it for a multitude of reasons, there are some people who physically can't get it. So to deny that person entrance into a restaurant or a movie theater, I think when it's really, you know, uh, pushed to a limit, you know, with a court law, it's probably going to be the person who's going to win. They're going to win that case because I, I think the laws will say, the courts will say, listen, you can't force somebody to do that if their health says they can't do it or if their religion says I don't want to do it or if they just say you know what I don't feel like doing this but I still want to patronize ex stores so I think if it's really challenged in New York it will probably be shot down it's going to be tougher because New York is such a liberal city that they'll probably you know have to go to a bunch of different uh districts but I think if it's really pressed it will will fall because I just I don't think hippo wise you can really enforce this as much as I would like be able to force somebody to do something I want them to do. I can't, you know, well, really I mean, hand, but, uh, strong hand them to do such strong well, arm. And, and, well, if they if they can force you to have a t shirt on and shoes when you enter a store, what's the difference? I mean, these are, keep in mind, a restaurant is a private industry; it's a private business, and uh, they have health codes. And in, in that situation, you can't do certain things in a restaurant that you might be able to do in other circumstances. Um, they can make the same argument for a movie theater or bowling alley or someplace else. So I don't see why they could not um, make it mandatory to, to, to enter these establishments. Nobody is denying you the opportunity to have food from, from chilies. They just saying if you want chilies and you want to eat, eat, eat the food, you can't, you can either, you know, you can order it and take it out, but you can't eat it here. I just think there's going to be, a, I think it's a, a step too far. If it's ever pressed, I mean, there's somebody. There's going to be somebody with some dollars who's going to press that. Some, I mean, that sort of thing. Today, uh, New York has, which is insane, ninety nine billionaires living in the, in the city alone. Um, wow. Yeah, because uh, so uh, you know, obviously, whatever thing. Sometimes you, you you know doing a search at you know just doing a little Google searches and it's like how's this come across? So it was like ninety nine billionaires just in the city alone, and it gave me like the top twenty five, whatever. So there's going to be somebody who. Feel a certain way, so you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna chest, I'm gonna 
check this. I'm going to make sure or see if you can actually hold this up in court, and they're going to probably win. Yeah, because I, I, he's, I'm, in, I'm, he's in, to me, uh, Mayor Disaster is trying to force people, because he is the mayor, to do what he wants them to do. And this is the United States. Everybody has a choice, freedom of speech and so forth. And he's, you know, trying to take that away from these folks. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm along with Mark. I, you know, I wish everybody would get a vaccination and this stuff would go away. But then you have, like he said, certain people with health and other people with other reasons who might not want to take it. And you're trying to force them to enjoy life. That's the way I look at it, because you're taking away things that was normally liberal to just do. They just want to take away if you don't have a, a, a card or a shot. And you can't even get a rapid test and say, well, I don't have it. Here's my paper. So you, you're taking that part away from them, too, now. I, I, I hear what you guys are saying, but being that I, I, I'm vaccinated, you know, I, I like to sit down and I, I like to be comfortable and maybe we need to go back to and, and don't kill me segregation, you know, regarding the vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> if you're vaccinated, sit over here. And if you're not, sit over there. Why can't I be comfortable when I'm having my Long Island iced tea? Why, when you cough, if you ain't vaccinated, I got to give you the the, the ice cream. <laughs> like, yo, you all right over there? I want to sit back and relax, man. You know, uh, let's segregate the restaurants until these folks decide they want to get vaccinated. I'm on board with that. I'm fine with that. So you, you want signs with the water fountain? That's right. Vaxes only. Vaxes only. It'd be a really nice water fountain. And then the non-vax be drinking out of a uh, garden hose. They ain't vaccinated. What does it make? Let them drink. You know, listen to me. We drank out of fire hydrants and cupped our hands. When we were kids. They be sure, all right. You're right. You're right. Think about that. We did it. Sure. Uh, no, no. I, I, I listen. My thing is, uh, and and there may be some sort of legal challenge, but I get this. I get the the impression, Mark, that that the legal challenge. Somebody's already considered the possible legal challenges and they must be standing on some sort of solid ground in order to be able, because it was very specific. That's what I'm saying. They, they chose specific locations that you had to be vaccinated to go. Notice they, they didn't block the grocery stores, the BJ's, the whole, you know, as Keith was pointing out, BJ's and Costco's and those kind of, they didn't block grocery stores uh, and other types of places of, of that ilk, but certainly any entertainment, um, spot that I guess there must be some sort of, you know, already on the books, uh, already tried and tested uh, statutes that allowed them to do that because they were very specific about restaurants and concerts and uh, now, you know, those I know, I know York, New York just had the big concert in Central Park. All those people there had to be vaccinated or did they also have to have a, a um, all COVID? vaccinated? All, all vaccinated. vaccinated. Yep. Segregation. I love it. <laughs> it started. That's what calls it. Segregation. It is that. It started, and, and they just ain't calling it. I love it. I'm good. I'm on the good side this time. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, listen. Um, and 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 I get what what uh, you guys are saying. You, uh, uh, Mark and Heath, I get what you guys are saying in terms of everybody can't get the shot, and there may be some extenuating circumstances but um you know this is this is a unique circumstance this is a once in a century type situation and and apparently uh as covid continues to morph because people don't want to get vaccinated which is the most asinine thing on the planet to me at this point 
uh, and Pfizer has already been uh, given FDA approval. So, you know, you have recourse if something goes wrong at this point. It's been approved by the by the federal government. There's no reason to not get vaccinated at this juncture. You know, so so the only choices you're making, I mean, yeah, for everyone who say who may actually in reality not be able to get the shot because of of some sort of um, compromise to their system or, you know, even a faith based reason, you know, that that says, you know, I I, I, I can't be vac- vaccinated, you know, and I, I'm, I don't want to be out here on this limb, but I'm going to step out anyway. You know, even for those people, the faith-based groups who faith, faith members of faith who believe that they should not be vaccinated, they have kids, and their kids have to get vaccinated to go to school. Um, you know, measles is not killing anybody. The mumps is not killing anybody, um, and the chickenpox, for the most part, is not killing anybody. Um, at, at this juncture, or polio, uh, you know, as devastating as it is, um, is not the uh, Killing anybody, but 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 it is devastating, and so all of those those we call childhood diseases, kids have to have a shot before they go into the school. They can't go to school without being vaccinated. They can't. They cannot go to school. So why am I supposed to be okay when there's something that is equally deadly out there? A, a virus that has already killed almost, you know, uh, three quarters of a million people at this point, and, and certainly is going to be over a million. Uh, when they eventually really, really look at all the numbers and start going back and reassessing the numbers, kill the Why should I have to be, you know, at risk with somebody who decided for whatever reason, whatever specious reason, whether it's it's their politics or or or, or believing in 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 falsehoods or whatever? Why do I have to be at risk? Why can I not, as Derek pointed out, sip my Long Island iced tea in peace? Sounds like you're coming around, my brother. Sounds like you're coming around. I tell you, I like your argument. Um, I'm going to a venue uh, in two weeks, and you got to show your vaccination card before you allow entry. I love it. I can be comfortable, have my my, my fish and chips, a couple of my, you know, my cocktails, and enjoy the show because everybody inside is going to be vaccinated, and it's outside. I'm okay with that. Get your vaccination, folks. Stop holding up the process. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I mean, it, it's it's um, and that's that's the issue, and and people are still fighting it, um, and they're having this thing down in in in, in certain red states, Florida, chief among them, uh, where they don't want to get the kids vaccinated, and the parents are like, we don't want these vaccines, and you know, our kids shouldn't have to be uncomfortable in wearing masks, and what they're learning now is that kids, Florida teens, are the fastest rising group of. People becoming infected with COVID, Florida teens, and those teens and kids and, and, and elementary school kids apparently in California are now going to school and they're coming home and they're getting parents who have been vaccinated sick. Mm. Uh, you're having these breakthrough infections with this Delta variant because the Delta variant is 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 sort of like the uh, fly in the ointment. It's the, it's the X factor in terms of these vaccines. Um, and it's it seems that, you know, the, the COVID, I mean, the uh, all of the other previous variants, the vaccines were, were really, really strong against. They're still protecting against uh, death and 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 hospitalization. But, you know, I mean, Jesse Jackson and his wife are in the hospital and I think they were both vaccinated. Yes, they were. Yes. Um, so, you know, 
that's that's kind of cause for alarm because maybe this thing is 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 morphing even as we speak and we're not even we're not even aware of it. We may be looking at the next Greek letter variant, um, the lambda variant or whatever comes yeah, that next. Lambda. Name. It's lambda. Lambda variant. And so um that that's that should be of concern to everybody. And because of a bunch of knuckleheads in the South, these redneck knuckleheads don't want to get vaccinated, you know, they they're putting us all at risk. So yeah, I'd like to I'm gonna go to the movies and see old Shangshai Shang-Chi uh, in, in about a week or two. And I'm going to sit my ass right there without my mask on. I'm going to eat my popcorn and my soda because I know I'll be in the room with everybody else who's vaccinated. Chill it. And all you non-vaxxers, y'all can sit outside. I'll tell you about the movie when I come outside. <laughs> but Anthony, I'll give you all the spoiler alerts. Didn't they say at the time that the children were, were not getting it? Now that the elementary kids, these are kids like, what, nine and under, are, are actually catching this Delta or the covid and like you said, they're bringing it home to their parents, but they're saying these kids are too young to get this shot. So what's going to happen? Everything's going to go back to way before um, homeschool learning. Well, that, the, in certain pla- in Hawaii, they went back already. They 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 had planned to go to school and have in person learning, and then now they had to go back to to virtual learning. And what they're trying to figure out is. What the plan is, because see, New York schools start here starts here in about a week or two. Um, what they're not really prepared for, I'm I'm sure. You know, I think that the belief was, you know, as the as the vaccine started coming online and as as they, they opened up all of the uh, the the vaccine categories to everybody, I guess by like June of this past year, June of 2021, there was a, a supposition that everybody would be vaccinated who could get vaccinated. All the 12 and olders would be vaccinated and we'd go back to school and everything would be great uh, because they, they, you know, there was, a I guess, the belief that we would all have enough uh, vaccinations in, the, in our system so that we could, you know, kind of protect against the one or two cases that might break out. But that wasn't, that has not been the case. Even teachers were not, who who work with kids were not getting vaccinated. So now they've mandated all school employees, all teachers, all school employees must be vaccinated. All corrections employees must be vaccinated. I believe all transit workers need to be vaccinated. I think I just read that. Um, so, so all city employees right. are being mandated to get vaccinated and the excuse is kind of running out because again, as we just pointed out, Pfizer has been, uh, granted, uh, FDA approval and Moderna is only about a week or two behind getting its full FDA approval. So the only thing you're really waiting on is the test results and the, uh, the, the research data to come back on, on kids younger than 12. You know, how much younger than 12 can you can they get the shot? And that's going to be the real test, because, you know, in New York City, think about this. You know, when you got 30, 35 kids in a classroom, there is no way to have social distancing. It's impossible. So what do they do? They all get together, touch one another, smile, hug, kiss, and then bring it all back home to mommy and daddy who do not have a shot. They're going to be learning what they do. They're going to be learning from home again. That's it, man. Ugh. Nasty. Ugh. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of sad. I mean, this is the one country, you know, like this country's literally dying 
you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm using the word as 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 a adjective, a euphemism, and as 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 a factual statement. Uh, literally dying to get access. We have listeners in India dying to get access to vaccines. Some of these, some of these. Uh, uh, second world and third world countries dying to get vaccines. They don't have enough. They don't have the proper vaccines. You know, we have all the Pfizer and all the Moderna we could use, all the Johnson and Johnson. We have the top three vaccines. Uh, a lot of these other countries are getting like the, the bootleg kind. Mm-hmm. China's giving out the bootleg vaccines to a lot of places in the world. And those vaccines are like, you know, less than 60% effective or less than 70% effective. And so there's still a lot of breakthrough infections. And here we are. We have everybody here in America. Any adult who is who is uh, who wants a vaccine here can get one. Any, all of us. So that theoretically, all three hundred and thirty million of us could be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then you got half the country deciding they don't want to do. It. I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I mean, I, my, my patience is up. You know, and I get it. I have I have good friends, highly intelligent people who are still like, well, I still want to wait and see how this thing shakes out. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Damn. Good luck to them. I'm glad we are where we are. And so far, we're blessed. We keep keep moving forward, taking the proper precautions. And my motivation, as I always stated, is when our governor was looking in the uh, in the camera at us and every day he's just counting off the number of people that were dying just in New York, in New York State. That was my motivation, man. I'm like, yo, we got to, you know, I got to do this because I was definitely like them. I was I was a little reluctant, you know, because of the history with, you know, the way they treated African-Americans when it came to blacks, when it came to, you know, medical uh, prescriptions and how they, they gave it to us, you know, the Tuskegee experiment. But this was like a no brainer after a while where it's like you, you, you want to be alive, you want to get back to some sort of normality, then you get you got to get the vaccine. So. We'll see what happens. You know, it looks like we're going to be locked in the, in the house again, watching it on TV with the numbers, man. But, you know, we just got to keep know, staying safe. You know, I, I seriously doubt we'll, we'll go back on the full lockdown again. That's I don't think any country can survive that again. Um, we barely survived it last time. But I, I real, but I do think um, hopefully the people who are on the fence with this approval, this official approval, although even the official approval from someone like myself, th- those people who say, okay, fine, it's approved now, I can do it, they're missing a point the first time around. It's like, listen, if that's what you, I mean, they were getting hung up on words. So, you know what? I equate the people who were saying, well, now it's officially approved, therefore it's good, or the same people who were missing the information when you were saying defund the police, or saying, you want no police? No, 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 no. It's not, the approval just sort of the stamp on something that was already happening anyway. There are a lot of things that you do for a while and then somebody officially says, okay, fine, here's the approval. The the vaccine was not shot through, but it was created in literally less than a year. And the one good thing that Trump did in all his four years of, of mayhem was he cut out all the, the BS that typically takes any kind of medicine to get through in this country. I mean, he cut out all that and he cut out all the pork. Like I always say, it's the million-dollar bill that becomes a trillion-dollar bill. Like, How did that happen? Well, this person adds on his rider, and this person adds on that rider, so they can you know, vote for your bill. So you initially sell as a million dollars, and you, at the end, it's like, well, that, that road costs a trillion. How did that happen? Same thing with this, this vaccine. He cut out, his administration cut out all the BS because we knew it was a dire need. It wasn't like one of those deals where you know we're trying to get a 
was like he was trying to get uh, approval for an erection. It wasn't a Viagra pill. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> this is truly life and death, not what you think is life and death. So that's what allowed it to get going. But I think some of that freaked people out thinking, oh, no, it's not right. It's not right. No, all the same tests were done. If you listen to the doctors, they've been saying all along, all the same things were done. All the same things were done. It was just, we cut out some of the thing. And the, like my brother said, I think in the previous podcast, when people were questioning, well, is, you know, this is RNA. Moderna is deals in that. That's what their name is about. It's not any kind of special, you know, it wasn't any kind of hokiness. It was been done for years. But when you have satellite um, media, um, false media and the likes, it doesn't take much to, sim- to switch a simple mind to think, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do this. And then, of course, you have the history of, you know, certain people. You have the history of um, black people. You have the history of foreigners who don't trust governments by nature, because that's why a lot of time they wind up here. So, yeah, it was a lot to overcome. And like I said, I, I wish people would just, you know, what say, listen, if I, like Deborah just said, if I want to do anything semi-normal, I got to do this. I just got to bite the bullet. And I'll get the shot and, and, and apply in the simple logic that, listen, all these people, you know, I know there's always going to be a couple. And that's what the thing that makes the satellite media the worst. You get a million people that are perfectly fine with the most mild of anything side effects. And you get that one tragedy. Go, oh, my gosh. I can't believe see that person. Die. Yeah. There's always, no matter what you do, there's no guarantee in any shot, any kind of surgery. There's always going to be a tragic situation. But you can't have your logic outweigh what is is a normal course. I mean, it's always nothing is 100% perfect. So that's yeah. always going to be the case. Uh, yeah, let me just make one one quick correction to what you said. Uh, and you're absolutely right about Moderna, but the fact that uh, the 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 RNA, the RNA messenger at the end of Moderna is 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 part of what they do. That that's that was their whole thing. And in fact, it wasn't that that they came up with this solution in a year's time. They had been working for on this for 20 years. Yeah. The, you, the idea of using uh, messenger RNA to treat, because again, this goes all the way back to swine flu and the idea, they've been talking about um, um, a global contagion uh, from some sort of coronavirus. And people need to know these coronaviruses are, are viruses that generally uh, leap from uh, species to species and then make the jump from uh, some animal species to human beings. And there have been a bunch of them, SARS, uh, yeah. um, swine flu, uh, any number of these, these the, the bird flu, the avian flu, uh, any number of these uh, so-called uh, coronaviruses have been going along. And they've been worried about one that would be uh, rapidly transmissible and that would make the perfect leap virus. from, from, from yeah, the perfect virus that would go from uh, animal to human and would wipe out the population. And so they started working on this, these types of vaccines over 20 years ago. And then when this thing kind of, you know, landed in their laps, they had done most of the homework. So yeah, getting ramped up and getting up to speed and, and, and decoding, the uh, particular genetic uh, structure of this virus allowed them to come up with something that was able to to obviously work against it. And mindfully, there will probably be be some sort of mr uh, mra mrna vaccine uh, for a future coronavirus because there's going to be another one oh, at some point. There's going to be a, a another one, another another uh, major. 
type um, illness that comes from from animals to humans as we get closer, as as human beings encroach more and more on on uh, natural spaces. You're going to come into contact with things that you shouldn't be coming into contact with, and and they're going to be contagious. And so that's why these things are there. I think the fact that that Trump was such an asshole and such an inveterate liar that you could not believe anything he exactly. said. And then when he he because he was the he was the wrong face for this virus for this for this for this vaccine. If it had been anybody, if Joe Biden had said, hey, listen, if Joe Biden had been president when this came out or Obama had been president when this came out, even Hillary, if Hillary had been president when this came out, um, then you would have felt like, oh, OK, all right, you know, I, I can kind of rock with these people and kind of trust them. Yeah. But Trump was such an asshole and the wrong face and, and him telling you something. You know, after all, you know, after telling you to, to inject bleach in yourself or telling you that like a like a miracle, it'll go away by March. After you heard all that bullshit and then he said, well, take this vaccine. People were like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Even me. I was like, you know, what? Uh, I, I was feeling like I don't want to take nothing this guy comes out with. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started listening to more and more of the scientists. And then uh, I saw the sister that that was the 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 head researcher for the Moderna vaccine where I was like. Oh, all right. Okay, I can kind of rock with this. Yeah. And then then it was a simple thing. It was the, the simple choice was do I want to keep living in this bubble? I want to see my oh, parents, man. you know. Um I, I want to see my brother. You know, I I just saw uh you guys uh last week, Keith and Derek. I just saw you guys in the street. Yeah. For the first time in almost a two year? years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I and I thought about that. I said, you know, so so just the just being able to see, you know, see y'all and give you a bro hug and, and you know and catch up in person, that was tremendous. Yeah. So so you know, people have to recognize, man. You know, that tomorrow's not promised to anybody, and if you got a chance to extend your days, extend them. Yeah, That's you, all. you said it right. It was, it was funny with the. Uh, the Trump, he was the, the worst messenger. It was sort of like when, remember when Canseco came out talking about everybody's on, uh, everybody's there, right? <laughs> <That's terrible. laughs> the problem was he was 100% right, but he had spent his whole life lying and cheating. So it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, so he was literally the boy who cried wolf. It was like, listen, I'm telling you, this is, you know, yeah, whatever. You you can't right. be the messenger because you he spent your caught. whole, it'd be like if OJ said, you know what, that guy stabbed somebody. He'd be like, you? You don't want to say somebody? <laughs> Come on, man. Anybody but you talk about stabbing, if we can possibly listen to that. Hey, now, now, OJ talking about, yeah, if he's trying to sell you some isotonic gloves, you're like, man, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, no, 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 no. They I'm, fit right. They fit right, guys. They, they fit oh, tight. God. They good for your try, head. Try these Budo Mollies on. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Anybody but. So that's that so, was the thing. You know, and that, that was the thing. And I think you made a great analogy, too. I mean, like, you know, they always talk about the worst case scenario you know the plane like remember when sully sullenberger landed that plane in the, yeah. in the hudson river yeah yeah long you know yeah. and 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 you know the majority of people survived but let's just say for argument's sake two or three people out of 140 got killed that would not turn you off of flying the fact that he was able to save 140 and lost three that's the best that's, that's the story yeah, that's a win-win but that's, in this world, they would say, "Well, he lost three people. He right. saved one hundred and forty. Yeah, he lost three. He lost, well, he lost three. three. Yeah, in the worst, I, I can't fly no more. I yeah. said, I'm not flying ever again. Frigid. You know? All the things that went wrong, he lost three. Say, and you, you, you had the ones on Fox News and, and Newsmax saying, "Well, you know, those three people died. He didn't, he didn't have to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could have killed everybody, but he, he lost three. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and that, that's how people are treating this vaccine. It's the wrong way to go. Um, before we go, you know, we mentioned vaccines and we mentioned the, 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 the time frame that we've been dealing with. This has been a year and some change. And, and it was one guy that kind of, for, for New Yorkers, got us through uh, the darkest of those dark days. Uh, the f- f- former <laughs> former governor of New York, the governor, Copy Tutti governor, See who now, now sleeps with the fishes. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, watch yourself. I'm you not laughing what you at want that, now. Gov. I'm not laughing at that, Gov. <laughs> who, who found himself at the toll booth without exact change. So, this last day. The Andrew Cuomo is no longer the governor of New York after today. Uh, the new governor, what's her name? Uh, oh my gosh, Hoko. I don't know. I don't Hoko, know her yeah, first name. Like, yeah, exactly. So, 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 so <laughs> nobody Katie, knows. Her. Katie, Katie, Katie. I think it's Katie Hoko. Yeah, Katie Hoko will be the new governor. Should be sworn in as the new governor of New York, the first female governor of New York, which is which is cool. Um, you know, she's from upstate New York. I think she's from from Buffalo. Right. So, uh, you know, if you don't know nothing about us, how we get down down here, the most important city in the whole state. She's not really familiar with that. That's that was the thing we had with old Andrew. Andrew's a New York City guy, you know, so yeah, a little you too know. New York, apparently. Yeah, you know, apparently too New York. You know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, we got that going. And, uh, you know, I know it's your man, Derek, and uh, I know you're going to miss him. Fire engines are coming by. You see? You know, you see? Exactly. <laughs> he ain't out of office yet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's 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 you know you know I mean all our listeners know how I feel about him. That's that's my guy, man. Um, he did an incredible job, you know, during the pandemic. Um, with him at the helm, we just nobody could bully us. You know, if he said he wanted something, he was going to get it. You know, by any means necessary. You know, I I feel bad that uh you know he has to go out like this. Got but trouble. you know, if um the accusations are are true, you know, remember this, you know, we still haven't you know sort of proof yet. But if they're true, oh, gosh, uh, whatever. You wasn't on the show last week. You were absent. We talked. Oh, about God. This. It, if oh, the accus- accusations, victim blaming D. Anyhow, if the accusations <laughs> are proven, you know, hey, it is what it is. But I just want to thank him, you know, for his leadership. For his guidance, you know, and making sure that New York always got uh, our slice of the pie. Uh, I wish you best in all your endeavors, man. Great health. And, man, I see you out there in these streets because I know, you know, once, you know, we hook up, we definitely going to keep it 100. Have a drink on me, my man. Continue success. We're going to miss you, man. Peace. No, no. Yeah, you're right. I mean, as I said, he got us through the through the thing, you know, with the ventilators. You know, when New York didn't have ventilators, I mean, you know, magically a few fell off the back of a truck and we were able to get them. Uh, <laughs> so that was always good. You know, it's good to know we had a guy who knew a guy that could always take care of our <laughs> needs. Wow. Once again, yeah. I'm not laughing. Once again, I'm not laughing at that. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I refuse to do it. I refuse to do it. So, uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts, uh, Keith? Listen. He is always welcome to pile to the people. You can sit down and break bread with us. We can talk about some things. That, that, that's, that's not right. like a plan. You know, because he got time Hercules right now. back there clapping. He <laughs> <laughs> so, got some time on his hand. He can sit down and chip and chat with us, you know, and feel the vibe. You know, he, I'm just putting it out there. Let him know he is welcome. How, how you feel about that, uh, Supervisor? If he wants to come on the show, I will, I, will, I will gladly have Andrew Cuomo on the show. Uh, as long as uh, you know he knows the rules, he can't be in, in the house here touching nobody, uh, <laughs> right, rub, rubbing up on nobody. I mean, just just so he understands that. You know, oh, yep. I'm from the city too. 
so just just so he knows. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Mark, you seem to have a different take. No, he did. Here's the thing I always had. He did a great job of getting us out of the what seemed like hell. I mean, like Derek said earlier in the podcast, and I was in the control room for a lot of these. No, for a good, gosh, at least a month, maybe a month and a half, but definitely a good month. We started off every single show in the most morbid way possible. It was like, hello, blah, 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 here the death toll today. And we put up a full, what's called a full screen, a, a billboard tells you how many people would de- that's the first thing you you've turned on the news and within 30 seconds we tell you how many people are dead yeah. every it was just and it was it was it was weighing on us it was it was kind of i mean just from a society standpoint and also for me working it it was like damn man I, can, can we go to another story you know can we you know, can we find something else in in a good 15 to 20 minutes of every newscast across new york was that it was death total and another death story and another it was like oh my you, you just felt like a weight on you and he got us through that with some hard choices and some brilliant choices and also some mistakes because I like the people who had to, his detractors say, well, he did this wrong. Guess what? When you've never done something, you're going to make mistakes. Nobody's exactly. ever done anything like that before. So, of course, there's going to be sometimes you're like, you know what? I thought this would work. Or sometimes you roll the dice. It didn't work. That's fine. I had no problem with any of those things. He did a great job getting this out. But the mm. problem was is that People forgot who he really was. He was always an arrogant dude and always a, I'm smarter, I'm the greatest thing in the world. This pandemic just, he was able to rein that in a little bit and get us through. But as soon as that was over, he started feeling himself and feeling others, apparently. And oh, and <laughs> and started you know with the book selling and all the other stuff. And then he never addressed some of the other issues. Like, I'm pretty sure some, there's a lot of people in some nursing homes are probably like, yeah, yeah, you did a good job there. But what about this? And then his other things started, you know, his, his other, I guess not demons, that's probably a, a poor war, word, but his other personality traits started to come more to the forefront because he started literally feeling so. He started feeling like he was invincible. It's like he was like the king of the world. And people like said, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were good at that. <laughs> what but a man. don't forget all your other shortcomings of being this arrogant dude who not everybody in the world loves. So, yeah, getting us through the pandemic, he was great. Um, and dealing with May disaster and their little tit, you know, tit tat fight they always have. Mm-hmm. I, from a standpoint of a media person, I enjoy it because it's such, it's so petty, but it's so much fun to watch exactly. these two guys go at each other. I mean, think about it. they're the two most powerful people in the state, two most powerful people in the country. I mean, New York mayor and the governor of New York; those are mm-hmm. two powerful people, and they will look school children bickering all the time. So, you know, as far as him going. I have no problem with with him going, and hopefully uh, the new governor Kathy Hochul will come in and keep some of the uh, some of the things, and also be a little bit more receptive to other people's ideas and situations. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he, I guess he had reached a point where he felt like he was Billy Bats. Yeah, you're right. And uh, and then some of these women felt like they were going to be Joe Pesci. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, damn, Anthony! We was, when they told him to go go get their shine box, I mean, it was it was that kind of deal. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it this is what happens. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, pride goes before the fall. I mean, he he was like Icarus; he just flew too close to the sun. That's what happened. I mean, you know, you you rise, you reach a top, and then and and hubris, arrogance will always be your downfall. Again, we don't know. Uh, I, I'm sure. Uh, we talked about it uh, last week when you were not here. Um, <laughs> the fact that uh, there are some people that, 
I think when these depositions start to go with some, when these civil suits start to go forward, people are going to have to start to really, really answer some questions that may not want to answer or that may change the way we look at it. He will either be better uh, for it or far worse than we ever knew. Uh, but the truth is definitely going to come out. So I'm yeah. curious to see what, what, what happens with that going forward. Um, yeah, definitely. There's too many, there's too many enemies for it not to come out. There's, there's too many enemies and too many outlets for it, for people not to try to crush him who he crushed in the past. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, and, and he likes a good fight and he's got nothing but time now. Yeah. Um, we were talking about last year and, and, and one of the things that's kind of, um, it's almost hard to believe. But it it actually did happen in February of last year before everything went to hell in a handbasket, and that was uh, the shocking death. Oh yeah, uh, surprising death of Kobe Bryant, who celebrates his forty third birthday today. He would have been forty three today, um, yeah. and it's only been a year, uh, a little bit more than a year since uh, we lost this this this. I don't even know a cultural icon, shining star. Because I, I think he's bigger than he's bigger than basketball. Sure, um, basketball was was the the the, the means to to uh, let his his light shine, and uh, you know it 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 it's again you know as I'm saying it and trying to think about it, I can't believe you know it seems like a longer time ago, uh, and it's only been a year, uh, and it's, it seems like it's it's is taking that much air out of the room, out of the, out of the, out of the, if the world was a room, that's how much air Kobe sucked out of it when he died on that, uh, on that hillside with his daughter, Gigi. Um, so just real quick, you know, um, did, did it seem like a year to you guys or, or no? Well, it wasn't, yeah, man, just his birthday today. I mean, I'm saying it's been a year. I mean, it's his birthday today. I'm saying it's been a, it's been a little bit more than a year. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. Since he died. So, I mean, I'm saying, yeah, we're celebrating his, his, 43rd birthday what 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 would have been his 43rd birthday right. today but it's only been maybe uh February till till August so you're talking about maybe a year and and <clears throat> eight months six months yeah. a year and a half it, it, it seems like it, it's been longer but it actually hasn't and you have to look back on uh besides basketball what, what Kobe has become because you gotta remember when he first came in the NBA he was a young arrogant ball player Yep. As time went on, this cat became metal. Um, he started doing movies, writing books. He started reaching out to other kids and people and stuff. So he started to do a lot of things different than the way he was on the basketball court. When he was on the basketball court, as they say, he was the mamba. He was there to destroy you, take your soul, your will, and everything. So we didn't get a chance to see after basketball how much he would have contributed in his life. And that's the sad part at 43 years old, you know, you, you, there's a whole life still ahead of you that you're not going to see. Yeah, yeah. For me, for me, it doesn't, it, it, it didn't appear. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's been a year to, to me. It was like yesterday where either Preston or Corey sent out a, a text to the group chat and they were saying that, yo, I, I, I heard Corby, Kobe Bryant was in a, a helicopter accident. And I, and I remember I was driving and I pulled over and I'm like, well, let, let me get on uh, one of the sports stations. And then you start hearing more and more information. And before I could really understand and digest that, bow, here comes COVID. And then COVID is hit and it takes up, you know, 
95% of, of my brain power. So to me, it was just like yesterday because I really haven't grasped it in spite of, you know, um, listening to uh, his wife, Vanessa, speak, you know, seeing the ceremony with Michael Jordan, you know, breaking down and all that. But still, to me, it's just like yesterday because of the COVID was just like later on at the end of that month, early March, and all hell broke loose, you know. But sleep in peace, number eight, man. You you really touched the world, man. You and your, uh, the rest of those uh, folks who lost their lives. Yeah, I, I agree. I just think, again, as, as Keith pointed out, I think that the the best chapter of his life was yet to come. I think the basketball was, was what the basketball was. But I think almost like, you know, I – I think there's when I think of iconic athletes, um, I've said it before. My my childhood idol was Muhammad Ali, and I think the thing that was stolen from Ali is the same thing that was stolen from Kobe. Mm-hmm. Ali kind of lost his voice uh, because of Parkinson and his, and his ability to 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 be that dynamic speaker that he was in his 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 youth in his twenties and his early thirties. And then by the time Parkinson's came along and he was kind of trapped in that body, you didn't get to see that third act. And I think that third act was necessary. I think it was important. We want, I needed to hear Ali talk about the world um, as it was going on. And I think the same thing is true with Kobe. I needed to hear where Kobe was going, what Kobe would have said about black lives matter, what Kobe would have said about, uh, climate, whatever, whatever issues he, whatever things he had, whether it would have, whether he would have said it verbally or through his, his art projects through film. Um, I think that's what I I think that's how we got cheated in a lifetime. And then certainly not having Gigi, uh, you know, WNBA, we, we never got a chance to see the second coming, so to speak. So I think that's what's what I miss. Yeah, and I was saying, I think Keith said it perfectly. Uh, he came in as an arrogant little kid, but he, the thing he was always was that he was smart and he was willing to know what he didn't know. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to learn. I'm, I'm, he's a super sponge. And because he became that sponge, hey, they come again for you. That sponge <laughs> allowed him to, what you do with that sponge, it fills with all this water <laughs> it fills with all this water. And then you, you squeeze it and release it out. And that's what he was about to do at 14. Yes. He would have been 43 today. So he had already done the, the, the he had got the Oscar for the, um, I forgot what the short, it was. Yeah. yeah, the short, short film. But I think Anthony said it perfectly. This guy was so smart. I mean, not like, you know, I know people say oh, athletes are smart, you know, like sometimes they'll try to do that sort of like he could, because he could put a sentence together and he's an athlete, he's smart. No, he was legitimately smart. He was actually going to give you some real in-depth thoughts about, Society, philosophical, yeah, yeah, and and players and and just life. So you go, damn, that's he really turned the phrase, or he really enlightened me. That's the thing that, that yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss. As far as time, it's weird because, like he's and Darius said, it, it seemed like it just happened for me. It seemed like, and this is gonna sound cr- like five years ago because COVID has gotten my clock so screwed up that what's a, a years to pass and go okay. Let's see, I am so off as far as time and space, as far as what seems normal. Like, like I said, I still watch TV today, and if I see people getting together and going, "Where's your mask? How you guys are so close?" and it, it's just, like, <laughs> it just, it still throws me when I see that. Even like, and it's a thing I still do, even though I'm fully vaccinated. And sometimes I'll, for certain stores, require me to wear a mask. I wear a mask, but I'll still do some things when I'm, you know, walking the store without a mask or whatever, like the the, the, the price clubs and the grocery stores. If I pass a group of people, I hold my breath, and I it's like it's one of these things. It's like it's almost reflective because I've been so 
beat and so conditioned with COVID and now Delta and now come soon to come Lambda and, and whatever else after, that everything is distorted. So yeah, when I heard today was his birthday, I was like, wow, you know, forgot I forgot Kobe died. Even though I know it logically, it just the clock is off. But I do I I do the, the thing that we would have missed, he would have given us so many great interviews or projects that have been like, damn, man, that guy was brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I, I I remember saying it before and I was, it bears repeating, you know, when it happened in February of 2020, at that moment, I thought this is the worst shit that could possibly happen uh, in 2020. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know nothing about COVID coming to destroy the rest of 2020. Exactly. I just thought at that moment, it can't get any worse than this. What I know now. Oh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, before we go, I, you know, we, we were talking. Uh, we've been we've been having this conversation uh, on the air and off the air, and I, and I think it's beneficial. And and uh, I just want to get uh, your final take on on senior care, Derek. You mentioned, uh, yeah. Uh, um, I will t- I, I, I will tell the, the folks out in Radio Land, um, it's it ain't no joke. It is definitely a a challenge, and uh, for our dedicated listeners, um, I shared, and I'll go back to those who just uh, got on board. Uh, my mom's been dealing with some uh, some health issues, and uh, it was such a struggle to to get her to the doctor. And uh, we've been battling this for three weeks, and. Uh, uh, one of the podcast members, uh, you know, he took, in my opinion, an attitude like his little brother, you know, didn't know what he was doing. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to ride in on my war- white horse like I'm the cavalry and I'm going to come down here <laughs> and I'm going to get my mama to the doctor. And uh, it took him all of, you know, hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> he, was back in his, he was back in the vehicle calling me talk about. Man, she on that bullshit, huh? (laughs) You agree now. You agree. You agree. You agree. And then he wind up having his kids call, my kid call, you know, and this has been going on to finally we actually get her. I actually got her to the the doctor on Tuesday. She was admitted on Thursday and she's finally getting the care uh, that she needed. But uh, my brother shared with me um, as I was driving home today from seeing her that she is starting to realize that maybe if I would have went earlier, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And that, that, you know, you feel bad, but that's the benefit, you know, that's, that's the only benefits right now of where we are. So to my folks in the podcast land, the one thing that my brother and I, we changed up, we started to ask her, well, well what do you think? How do you want to deal with this? When when you want to do this? How much longer can you deal with the pain that you're dealing with? And let us know, and, and then we can get out of there. Instead of us saying, this is what you got to do, kind of like we took away her power, and mm-hmm. yep. you're going to do this. We're going here. I'm coming now. I'm doing this. And now it's like, all right, how you want this to play out, Ma? What do you want? And then let's do it at your pace. And then that way, I think if we did it that way, we might have got it there a little bit quicker. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a lesson that a lot of people are dealing with, and 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 as I said, as as we go through these cycles in life, um, you know, we are are raised by our parents, and at some point in that arc of our own lives, we end up becoming their parents. 
Uh, so, and then at some point the, our kids who we're still parenting will end up becoming our parents. Oh Uh, shit. I just know I'm in trouble. Yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm in big trouble, but, uh, you know, so I I gotta, I gotta do all I can to stay, stay healthy right now. And I just want (laughs) to remind our audience, you know, if you have not been jogging or working out or eating right now is the time. <laughs> uh, if you have not subscribed to Pile to the People, make sure you do. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. You can even ask Alexa to play Powell to the People, and she will play it. I believe Google Play will actually play Powell to the People if you ask the new Google. I don't know what that thing is called, the Nest or whatever it's called. Ask Google, and Google will play it for you as well. Um, you can also find us on social media. On Facebook at Powell to the People, we have a page right there on Facebook. You can go there and click on the latest, uh, click the action button. You'll hear the latest uh, podcast, and uh, occasionally we post clips and pictures and everything else. So go on uh, Facebook and check us out and sign up, or just uh, leave us a note if you'd like. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at uh, Powell to the Peeps, P O W E L L, the number two, the letters D A P E E P S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. Uh, as I said before. Uh, Apple Music, Amazon, uh, Pandora, anywhere you listen, you can get us and you'll get us next week. See you all. Peace. Peace. Peace.